0: Welcome back to the What's Inside podcast, Ken. Yeah. We are
1: getting close to the end of season three. We are close. And it's been so fun to watch how things have unfolded. It's always a ride when you're coaching because things just show up. Things appear. Changes to the goals. Yeah. Letting go of some things, holding on to new things, new discoveries, which all happen in this season. Yeah. And which is typical of a coaching experience.
0: Yeah yeah no I've been so grateful that I've had this time with you it's been it's been so amazing and at this point we are when we did our retreat it was January of 2022. gosh that's hard to believe and now in this episode we're in August of 2022 so that's eight right. months later mm-hmm. quite a lot can happen uh you're getting it all in a week's time you yeah. know so I think it's going to be a good one so let's just dive in and continue the coaching conversations that we've been having what's inside discovering what you're made of and making the most of it with professional coach ken edwards helping you understand your gifts honing your leadership skills sharpening your natural instinct so you
1: can enjoy a more fulfilling life
0: hey eric hi ken (laughs) it's good to see you again it's Pickleball Wednesday. It's Pickleball Wednesday. I'm in from a pickleball match. Didn't go so well for me this time, but I'm ailing. I've got an ailing elbow. He's got pickle elbow. I've got, <laughs> I don't know. There's a better name for it. <laughs> Instead of like tennis saying, elbow. Yeah.
1: Uh, I like calling it pickle okay. elbow. That works. <laughs> paddle
0: elbow. Paddle. Yeah. Paddle elbow. Nah, Pickle elbow sounds yeah. much worse, yeah. actually. Hey, you painted your wall. I did. I was wondering if you'd notice. Yeah. It's uh lighter in here.
1: It is. I was kind of like,
0: yeah, it's I mean, kind of my, bright. My sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You like it? I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, you have to say that good. now.
1: I do. Uh, <laughs> what, cho- what choice do I have? No, I think it really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as warm.
0: I will say yeah, that. Yeah. 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 You know, the wood was, the wood was, yeah, that was the, the thought was, uh, it's kind of, people are starting to do more white for, for wood. Yeah. So they are. And yeah, we just tried it. Yeah. No worries. You can always- we can always tear down another fence and, and put another barn wood Or you could wall. sand
1: all the paint off.
0: We could, that would be the worst. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so how are you doing? I'm doing
0: really good. Yeah. Really good in terms of um, you know, personally, in my work, in the things that we've been discussing. There's always things that uh, that catch me off guard. I fall into the same sort of traps of saying yes Mm-hmm. to things but i'm getting better at it yeah yeah getting better at noticing it sooner
1: what traps do you find yourself falling into usually they're the same old people pleasing
0: trap right of um ah oh man you know it's even if i say no i'm usually pretty good like if i'm asked to uh, meet for coffee or meet for no reason. You know, mm-hmm. just kind of just to just to hang. People just reach out to me. Right. I don't really do a great job of qualifying. I'm just like, yeah. So you want to hang out? Sure. Let's just meet. Sure. And I'm yeah. good at saying no to that initially, mm-hmm. but then if I keep saying no, I feel the weight of because I'm I'm thinking about what they're they must be thinking. Oh, well, mm-hmm. he doesn't he must not want to hang with me, you know, or, right. Or whatever. Um, so I, I get caught up in not wanting the other person to uh, feel less than, or, or, or I I don't want to be that guy that just Mm -hmm. ignores a friendship or somebody who's been, who's sincerely trying to reach out to me and maybe partner. Usually they want something from me. Sure. Um, and but I, I'm usually good at recognizing it. But after a while they, I can get worn down, mm-hmm. I'm giving away all my, my weaknesses here, but I can get worn down yeah. uh, to say yes and meet. And then I spend an hour and, and I just feel like I resent it. I end up sort of resenting, getting kind of mad at myself for why am I doing, why am I even have this meeting? I'm not, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I enjoy them usually. They're not, it's not like I'm, I don't like them. It's just that I'm, you know it's i wonder why i meet with people sometimes
1: yeah you know? well and it it's hard it is hard to say no mm-hmm. i mean i've fallen the same kinds of uh, traps also and it's like and the the truth is i don't want to say no but i have to look at how much energy how much time is available and do i have that to give yeah and because i don't fundamentally believe that my time and energy belong to me mm-hmm. i think that it belongs Ultimately, to God mm-hmm. but then I have a responsibility to clients that I've already said yes to, yeah, and yeah. like I did a coffee meeting this morning, that was good, it was intentional, but it was actually really hard to find the time to work it in mm-hmm. I basically gave this individual two options this week, or it was going to be four weeks hmm and because that that was just the reality I couldn't guarantee. You know something because of travel and yeah um, yeah you've got a busy week couple of weeks coming up. I've got several actually, mm-hmm. and so yeah, and you. I find myself always wanting to explain myself. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: There's certain days when I'm better at at mm-hmm. doing it. You know, just kindly saying no. You yeah. know, just doing it in a respectful way. Yeah, and I have that coming up too. I've got a conference that I'm largely in charge of. Of hosting and mm-hmm. and planning and been planning for six months, right. so that's coming up. And I actually do like it when I have a busy season because I can just tell them, "Listen, you know, I need to, I need to push it to to September if it's not urgent and if it's not some a client that I'm already working with, you right. know, I just have certain so much time. But it's just that third or fourth time that somebody asks and I keep saying no. It's like I ah, feel feel terrible. Actually, today playing pickleball, I'm really I really shouldn't be playing yet. Mm -hmm. I've been doing some physical therapy, yeah. but because he's asked me for weeks and weeks, probably since the beginning of July, it's August now, Mm -hmm. end of August now. And uh, I'm like, ah, you know, I should, I don't know. I just put myself in their shoes and I'm like, I should say yes at this point, you know? So.
1: Well, it's hard to communicate desire and say no. Yeah. Like I have a friend that reached out the end of, is it the end of July 1st of, first of august i think Mm -hmm. and he wants to go on a hike we've done it before and there's a specific hike he wants to do it's one of my favorite hikes i'd love to do it i don't have that kind of time Mm -hmm. to offer Mm -hmm. and so i wasn't sure how the fall was gonna shape up so i said i'll put you on my calendar to follow up with Mm -hmm. which is tomorrow Mm -hmm. i've got that calendar reminder (laughs) and i'm not to follow up and say no i can't do it yeah yeah and there may be an alternate thing that we can do instead, like go for a walk or something just to Mm -hmm. connect. Yeah, Um, sure. And I can make that happen.
0: Yeah. But, and sometimes you have spontaneous openings where you can say, Hey, I'm, I'm free for a couple hours here. Right. So, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So
0: that's kind of a work in progress for me. It's just learning, continually learning to say no. And I've also, it's kind of funny. I've been taking this trim thing. I've been spending a lot of time thinking about trimming, continuing to trim. What else can I trim? And I kind of run into a little bit of sadness because I recognize that there's not, there's only so much like that I can really trim down out of my out of my life. Right. That because of my family and what I know my, the quality of life, my, my wife likes to have and the conveniences that we like to live with and basic, you know, and, and just kind of obstacles of things that are, that I just can't, you know, I, I make the mistake sometimes of listening to some other podcasts and, and I happen to listen to a guy who's a, who's a, they call him a nomad. And, uh, he basically just lives, travels the world and he lives out of a backpack. you know, a huge backpack. That's all he carries with him. He never checks in bags if he travels. And he literally just picks up, has like two pairs of underwear, two pairs of clothes, you know, sets of clothes Mm -hmm. and toothbrush, toothpaste, and pretty much everything else he'll just buy as he goes. And then he rents uh, places for a month at a time. And I'm like, this to me would be amazing. Anything like this would be amazing. And so I kind of get sad because that's just not going to happen. Right. So- but I tended to kind of bring that up to Chrissy, how I thought that was pretty, pretty awesome. And she was just like, she was not having it, you know, she wouldn't even like the joy of just talking about what it would be like to have a simpler life did not, was not, you know, she wasn't going for that. And it actually, to be honest, like it, it upsets her. So I can't, I can't go down that road too much. So I'm just have to talk about it with you, Ken. (laughs) That sounds good. (laughs) And our thousands of listeners that are listening to this podcast. Absolutely, (laughs) yeah. But yeah, it's been a a good season. I've trimmed down, I'll kind of count the things I'm working on down to you and the audience. So what I thought was my number one Mm -hmm. was Quiet Time, my instrumental series that I wanted to spend more time on and invest into that creativity is not actually, it's something that I'm avoiding doing. I don't have the energy to do. I'm not mm-hmm. really pursuing it. I'm running into the obstacle of, oh, I'd have to learn all this software again to learn how to uh, compose this music and, and write music. And I'm just not finding the same kind of motivation and joy. And what I realized is what I love to do is I love to, I need a prompt or a, a push or a, a motive for being creative. Mm-hmm. If I know that what I'm going to create has legitimate monetization capability or has the ability to be monetized. Like for example, the reason I've composed all those instrumentals over the years is because I knew that when I released that music, I had a distribution channel that could sell 10,000 CDs, Okay, you know, plus right. I could license it internationally. Mm-hmm. So it was worth it financially for me to spend my time doing it. Sure. And I'm realizing that I don't necessarily just enjoy doing, playing piano. I'm limited mm-hmm. in how good I am. Yeah. And I don't really feel the need to get a lot better. Yes. It's just the joy of sitting in peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. But I was motivated to create a 30 minute and an eight hour, five eight five thirty 30 minute and five, eight hour pieces of music mm-hmm. because the client paid me Ten grand to do that. The the this app right paid me that money to do that. Yes. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do that all day long.
1: This is really important what you're what you're touching on because we got to be clear about what motivates us and not be ashamed of it. Yeah. Because it's like some people. I I mean I've heard people historically that might criticize you because it's like, oh, you're you're creating quiet time music for money, mm-hmm. and that it's like this. Dirty thing. I'm like, right. Of course you are. You got to support yourself. And mm-hmm. if that's something that's motivational for you, then you need to tap into that. And so you, but you need to know what it is that motivates you. I'm partially motivated by our financial gain, but that's not my primary driver. Mm-hmm. I would have picked a different career. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Right.
1: And so you just have to be clear and know yourself in terms of what what drives you for me, you know, caring for people, making a difference in their lives, that kind of thing is primary mm-hmm. secondary. You know, I've got bills I need to cover and my creditors like that. I'm yeah. making a living, you know? Yeah. And, yeah.
0: And I enjoy that aspect of it, but it's mm-hmm. not quite as high as mm-hmm. I need that monetization or that financial right. motivation too. Yeah, like What I do, I do with heart. Mm -hmm. I do with care and I care for people along the way. Sure you do. I I enjoy loving on people and being, giving, putting smiles on people's faces and, and making an impact. Right. But it dwindles quickly. Mm -hmm. If I'm, if that's all I'm doing and I'm not making money.
1: Right. Yeah. So if quiet time isn't your number one, then what is? Well, I, uh,
0: have slowly over time built a, a nice bit of business with this company, Reaction AV. It's an audiovisual lighting company. I think we talked about this before. Uh-huh. And it's definitely been one of our my top things, but it was just something on a whim that I started doing on a contract basis mm-hmm. back in December of last year. And it's I realized that I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the amount of time versus the return mm-hmm. that I get on it, the financial, return. the financial return. Right. Okay. Um, I've been able to pick up several big clients and it's quickly replaced my doTERRA income.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, great.
0: Um, even though the doTERRA income is still there, that's starting to go down. I knew that was already one of the things that I would trim out of my time, but it's been a pleasant surprise to see how well that support provides for our family. Oh good. And I see a big upside with it. Mm-hmm. I you know, I'm excited about the potential. I guess I like I like the challenge of mm-hmm. what is possible. I like the fact that there's no limit yeah. to what I can do. It's a, to me it's all just a game like I played pickleball today. It's just to me it's I love the challenge of seeing what I can do and I like the the quickness of it. I get paid pretty Quickly, it's it suits my natural impulsiveness that we we've talked about mm-hmm. several times, and it's something I'm very good at. Uh, I'm, I'm good at finding leads and making a great first impression with people, mm-hmm. and I can put people at ease, and I can talk the language because I'm All a right. convention pr- former, convention promoter. Sure, yeah, and and it typically leads to some success. So, you know, I've gotten uh, five, my goal is 12 clients next year. I've gotten five of those already and they're big clients. They're, Mm -hmm. you know, they're pretty significant um, revenue producers. Yeah. Um, And they're in a futuristic industry, the web three blockchain Mm -hmm. crypto industry. Okay. Uh, So there's a, a bright future for these events. Yes. So, I see these, and you know, it's recurring revenue that I'll have every year as a salesperson. So I, I it's commission-based and my partner, uh, well, the CEO of the company really likes working with me. We have a great relationship. And um, that's number one for me. And quiet time is there, but I just don't see it. I see it being something that I'm not quite willing to put the time that it's gonna take, the years mm-hmm. that it's gonna take to continue to create content to put it out there and slowly build subscribers and which is what I have to do on YouTube to get that. And so it's taken a backseat for sure. I don't think it'll ever go away, but it's not gonna be number one on my list for sure.
1: There's several things I wanna point out to the listeners in what you just said that to me is significant as you're talking about uh, reaction AV. Um, You said you like that there's no, Limit. Mm-hmm. There's, um, you enjoy the upside potential. You like the quickness of the transaction. Yeah, and enjoy commission base. Mm-hmm. What you kill is the way I like to think of yes. it. Yes, yes. And what I want um, the listeners to understand is this is something that you need to pay attention to for yourself. Like, what is it that you really enjoy? Because some people would freak out over the commission base. Now, mm-hmm. that's something you and I have in common. Mm-hmm. I love that space. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people would go, "Oh my gosh, I can't do that." You need to honor that. As long as it's not just fear speaking. Some people want consistency. They want the the regular income coming in. That's just how they're wired. But you want to honor your design. And one of the things that you, uh, the listeners may not know about you is you don't quit. Now, you may stop different activities. Mm-hmm. You may go, okay, that's not for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But you're not a quitter. Mm-hmm. And and so it's like you really honor that about yourself and you keep looking for Okay, where's the fit? Because you know, a year ago this wasn't even on the radar. No, not even. And I, and, and yet you've you've been looking for it, you just mm-hmm. didn't know what it was. Right. And that's where I think so many people lose heart mm. is they, they start to doubt what is in them and or they don't make an investment in themselves to find that thing.
0: Let it be an encouragement to you, the listener, that two years ago I was I was really lost professionally,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I, you know, I I was trying Alex Swag, you know, mm-hmm. Alex Wagner, yeah, your client that you had in season two. Mm-hmm. She was, I was trying to venture into the business that she was in right. on the same team with her, yeah, not under her, but you know, with her, uh, side by side. And mm-hmm. man, I give good credit to her because that is a tough slog, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't. So it's not just the motivation to go kill something and drag it home right? and win mm-hmm. or compete and challenge myself. It's, it's, it's also the, the game that I'm playing, you right. know, right. I'm good at racket sports. So I'm going to play any racket sport. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to compete. Well, yeah. it's the same thing in, in business, mm-hmm. anything where I can sell. And it suits me because I can work from home. I don't have to go drive everywhere. I can prospect from home. It's convenient. Right. Um, but then I know the business in the industry. Uh, so there's, and the commissions are great. So yeah. I, you know, it's just a combination of all those things that I finally have found. Right. You know, but it took a couple of years to figure it out.
1: Well, and this is where the combination of listening to what's mm-hmm. on the inside of you and being honest with yourself, yeah, you are really good and disciplined about working from home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And where a lot of people think idealize working from home, but they're really half-assing it at home mm-hmm. instead of working, being diligent, and yeah. you know following through with what they need to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have my moments where I am I am half-assing it, but it's not a consistent thing. Right? There is just days where it's it's just not it's just not motivated. But that's rare. Right. Very, very rare. Once sure. a month. Or so mm-hmm. I'll be like, I don't feel like doing a thing. And that's okay. I built my life so that I can have those moments and just kind of chill out, but it doesn't last long.
1: So why don't work on Fridays. <laughs> exactly. I, have, I have those days once a week. <laughs> <laughs> just plan on having that every Friday. Every Friday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, those are the, those, so reaction is, is number one. I hired a person to replace me for writing worship, which again, goes back to knowing how you're wired, knowing who you are. I've reached the end of where my energy flows best. Mm -hmm. I found myself over the last few months trying to conjure up the energy and the enthusiasm to lead the community that we built. Mm -hmm. And I just don't have it anymore. I'm not a songwriter. I recognize my limitations. I can't speak their language. And they also recognize The problem is if I don't believe something, if I don't believe I'm the right person for the job, Mm -hmm. then it's not going to work. I feel like other people will see that and it will come across eventually. I can fake it for a while, Mm -hmm. but I don't like living in that fake it place.
1: It's hard for you to fake your face. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My face is a dead giveaway, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Eric's really good to play poker with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, to play against. Right.
0: <laughs> that's true, man. Don't play against me. But spades? Yes. We're the best at.
1: We we dominate spades. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah.
0: But so I've hired a better man for mm-hmm. the job and yeah. I'm super excited about where that's going to take writing worship mm-hmm. and it will soften and alleviate some of the pressure that mm-hmm. eventually that that I feel to serve Chrissy in her business, which she never asked me to do. Right. She ju- We're just having some really great open dialogue since sort of the everything sort of broke open. And I finally, in a way, sort of confess that I'm, you know, I'm doing this to please you, mm-hmm. Chrissy. And I'm doing this because I, I want to be a good husband, yeah. you know, and I have the skills and the know-how to do it and execute on it. But I'm coming to the realization that unless I'm going to, if I start something new, I need to know that I'm going to have a long-term enthusiasm for it. Right. Right. Because I've started a lot of things and then later regretted it. Right. You know, so it's kind of an awkward thing for me to not start things and Mm -hmm. say no before I start them because I want to start it. I want
1: to do it. Sounds like fun. Right. It's kind of a new discipline for you. It's
0: very new and I'm still a baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's a good point. Something else I want to kind of point out is probably one of the most frequent prayer requests I hear from clients is the request for clarity. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as if people think clarity is going to be found or bestowed on them. Mm-hmm. But clarity really comes from what I've already said about listening and getting honest, or getting honest with yourself about you know, what your motivations are, if you wanna do something, the burden you feel, pressure you feel. And often we ignore that. We push the emotion of what's actually going on away instead of embracing that and going, okay. So often in business, you know, they want clarity. It's like, okay, well, let's kind of do an accounting of what's impacting you. Mm. What's actually really going on and what are the pressure points? Because that can provide clarity for what needs to happen
0: you're absolutely right the work i've done the journaling i've done the practice and the 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 awareness that i have now is so much better than i thought i even needed back when we started doing this process earlier this year right. and, and and sometimes i i kind of wonder gosh just can think i'm just absolutely crazy because i have switched things around cuz i thought I wanted this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going into this journey. And maybe that's really important for the listener. Yeah, You just need to stay open-handed yes. and be just listen. It's not as hard of a work if you just would surrender, let go and listen to what yourself is telling you or what the spirit is telling you or whatever, whatever it is. I'll, I'll say that another thing that I thought I really wanted to do is become a coach. Mm -hmm. I know I could be a good coach and I know I am one, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I have the energy for it. I like the energy of getting clients. Mm -hmm. I like the energy of findings, making sales, Mm -hmm. but I also hate getting into the details. Mm -hmm. Where you're going to lose me is details. Right. And when I begin to feel this burden that it's up to me to, and I know you've said that's really not, what a coach is a coach is a guide right and um but i do feel i, I still wrestle with maybe i'll be a, a better coach as i get older but
1: well it's one of those things that you do you just hold on to it loosely i mean i yeah. think you would make a fabulous coach and mm-hmm. maybe that does lie ahead of you maybe it doesn't mm-hmm. it's like you know you don't want to put yourself in a box yeah i think it might be helpful just to talk about the practice of listening mm-hmm. can you tell the listeners how you go about listening to yourself and listening to the spirit?
0: Yeah. So it's messy. Okay. It starts off really messy usually. And uh, I, I do a lot of Mm self-talk. So even though I'm, I'm listening to the words that I'm saying, I'll put it that way. I record, I I have a voice memo and I do a lot of thinking in the car Mm -hmm. and I speak out what my thoughts are. Mm -hmm. That helps me the best. Sometimes journaling helps me, but, Speaking it, something about speaking it, yes, helps me recognize whether what's going on, and then I'll I will listen back to what I have just said mm-hmm. on the voice memo, and then I'll be like, hmm, I'll be listening with a coach's ear, yes, to what's really behind that, and then I might I might record something again and kind of process that out some more. Mm-hmm. So my best sessions of journaling are audio journaling. And listening to what I'm saying, yeah. Because my wife has told me often, you know, I'll say something and she'll think I've already thought that through, and it's not the case. I've learned not to process like that with my wife Mm -hmm. because it scares her and it makes her mad. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes she gets it. She's getting better at it too, understanding how why I do things and say things. The other thing that that's really been helpful. I read a book called um, Untethered. We're living untethered in this kind of season this summer. Mm -hmm. And one of the practices in that book is the art of getting quiet and just quieting the mind. I'd never really meditated or never felt like I was successful at meditation. But I think that the funny thing is, it's just the fact that I'm trying Mm -hmm. is a successful meditation. Yeah, uh, and I've, I've learned through this book and through just kind of understanding that if I can, and I just sit, basically my exercise is I try to get quiet for 15 minutes and it, there's no pressure to perform now. Mm-hmm. For 15 minutes, I'm just, I'm literally blocking out that time. Whatever happens, happens. I'm not putting any pressure on myself to be super quiet or super any kind of performance. It's just trying to breathe and counting to 25. If I can take 25 breaths, Mm -hmm. I've never, I haven't been able to do it yet with a quiet mind. Cause it's, it's funny. Like I'll take two or three breaths and I will forget the count of my breaths. Mm -hmm. And I've made a rule for myself. If I forget the count, I start over. And what I'm trying to do is just gain a certain sense of focus where I'm not thinking about anything, Mm -hmm. but just breathing Yeah, and remembering my count. And, uh, it's been interesting the stuff that's come up there's sometimes i've I have uh, finished or come out of that, and I feel very sad mm-hmm. or very very emotional, yeah and i that's when I might speak or pray mm-hmm. or speak into my voice memo or journal, yeah, I kind of just do whatever I feel like that day, and you know have an additional like fifteen minutes, sometimes nothing. I'm good, you know mm-hmm. but uh or sometimes I'm just ready to go and take on the day, you know. So, but that quiet 15 minutes, man, especially with my impulsivity and kind of my racing mind, which I tend to have, it's really helped me to quiet my mind and listen to what might be coming up and recognizing emotions aren't bad. There's no judgment of my emotions, no judgment of, of my thoughts even. Yeah. No judgment of what's coming at me from out of the world. And um, I find myself coming back to that book and coming back to certain scriptures that really help me gain kind of a, a more of a peace and um, understanding of who I am. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So there's uh, several things that Eric is doing well being willing to enter into the messiness of it. Because so often I hear people when they they either don't know what listening to themselves means or they don't want to enter into the mess of it because it, it's a, like a lot of things. It's a discipline mm-hmm. of learning to listen. Yeah, And so you have to kind of let go, let it be a little messy and find what works for you. You know, some people like to journal. I like to journal. I've done back in the day when uh, Dragon Dictate first came out. Mm-hmm. I was an early adopter of that. And so I would dictate my journal. Mm-hmm. It was so fun to watch the words come out of your mouth and go on the screen. <laughs>
0: I would get self conscious watching that. <laughs> it, it was,
1: well, you kind of do, but yeah. it's also fascinating. It's just like, oh my gosh, I just said that. Mm-hmm. And so that can be really helpful. But just getting quiet and paying attention to what are the patterns of thoughts, even in your self-talk. The self-talk can get in the way because of the critical voice, Yeah. but even pay attention to that because mm-hmm. that's something that needs to be engaged and dealt with. Yeah. What's the pattern of the voice? What is it saying? And then listening for the spirit because the more that you practice it, the easier it is to hear mm. what he's up to. Mm-hmm. And because there ought to be a harmony between your spirit and uh, the spirit of God. Yeah. And so, I just encourage you to practice that listening discipline, and because it really can become your superpower as you're navigating your work life, your personal life, and you can see, you can begin to make sense of the places that you're discontent and what that means. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's very well said and true. And it's an ongoing practice. It's oh yeah, it's going to be a discipline that I, I make time for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what I'm ultimately trying to do is is make more time and um, be okay with with the way my life is right now, mm-hmm. but but also always just kind of be looking at that tendency that I might have. It's kind of like an AA meeting, you know, that I have with myself, right. you know, it's, it's, right. it's, it's kind of always recognizing that there's, there's probably something that I have a tendency to do and uh, talking to you is very helpful to be reminded of it meeting with uh, the group of guys that we meet meet with every Monday is great to have that. And my wife is a a great partner with it. So uh, slowly but surely, I'm moving towards in a, not in the path that I thought I would, but I'm seeing that at the end of the year, I can be free of a lot of the things that I was burdened with um, at the beginning of the year.
1: So let's, review the count because when we first started this conversation you had 12 things that you were working on Mm you're trying to get down to what five was that the five yes three yeah so where are we on the count
0: okay you kind of count them out like with what they are
1: yeah yeah so
0: uh reaction a b I'm still involved with writing worship. All of a sudden, I feel like
1: being like Count Dracula from- uh,
0: <laughs> Number one. One <laughs> task.
1: <laughs> one <Sorry>. responsibility.
0: <laughs> two tasks. <laughs> two responsibilities. <laughs> uh, Reaction AV is number one. Writing worship is number two. The quiet. I mean, honestly, I'm not really doing a lot with quiet time right now. So- it's there. It's yeah. something I want to do. That's a parking lot thing. That's it is a it's, in it. the, it's it's in, the, in terms of what's at the office that I spend my time on, Reaction AV, writing worship, I help my wife with the song barn uh, a little bit, very, mm-hmm. very little. I help my wife with pu- her publishing mm-hmm. a little bit. And oh, and then the thing I am working on is the thing I picked up this year, mm-hmm. which is the convention. Mm-hmm. That's Five. And that's the the now called Nash Mash mm-hmm. Live. And that's a whole nother discussion. Mm-hmm. I have wanted to quit that mm-hmm. before it really got going. But yes, that is number five. And that's yeah. the only other thing. Is there anything else that you might remember for me?
1: I kind of think this <laughs> is one of the things you're doing. <laughs> yeah, this podcast, yes,
0: six, this podcast, yes. And I still have a podcast consulting. So podcast consulting would be would so six.
1: be six. So you're down to six.
0: I'm down to six. And
1: and the writing worship thing is going to be kind of done by the first right. year, maybe? I'm really just going to be a mentor yeah. over
0: that with this person. So I'm going to yeah. meet with the, the team and the guy uh, once a week. We'll we'll have a regular connect, but that is not work. That's energy. That's right. energy, life giving for me. Okay, all right. I love. I'll sit there and meet with them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as long as I don't feel the pressure to have to do something, so, I don't count it as. So you're really down to five or six now. I'm down to five or six. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. good
1: yeah. good work. I thought we were like at nine or something. No, we're
0: we're good. That's about all I can think of. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Other than pickleball and yeah. pickleball injuries. Yeah, that doesn't count.
1: Mm-mm. No, it doesn't count. <laughs> We'll put them in the category of leisure.
0: Yeah. 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 Doesn't, yeah. So
1: good. Well, yeah.
0: Uh, that's where we're at. Great. So, what's next? What do you think I need to do next?
1: Well, that's what I was going to ask you is what do you need next? Mm-hmm.
0: So, I think that I want to get it down to. Well, I, I want to. Um,
1: can I make a suggestion? Please. I would encourage you to kind of do a time motion study. Okay. Take a week or two and just track your time. And you can do it any way you want to. You can do it in 30-minute increments or hour increments. You can do it in 15-minute increments if you want to. Yeah. And just look at where are you spending your time and energy so that you can really get focused on the five things that you're involved in to think you're going to wind up seeing. I think it will help you make you help make you more efficient. Yeah. And then as you capture the time, the available time, it's just be curious about what does God want you to do with that? Mm. Like, where does he want you to go? Because your burden is really shrinking, mm-hmm. which is great. That's the whole goal. One of the goals that we had right. uh, for our time. But then as it shrinks, what do you do with the, the pickup of margin?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm a little bit scared about having this time free
1: yeah
0: i think if i'm very honest i'm the fact that i would have margin
1: mm-hmm.
0: i have some fear related to that sure that uh, makes sense. and i think it's tied to worth you know self-worth and right. do i deserve this do i really deserve this extra time right or feeling like i should be working on more on one of the other things because i could could make an additional sale you know that's always going to be a thing that's fear related. I think right. they will come up.
1: I think it's why you need to enter into it. Yeah, I it, do. Is to deal with the fear, kind of clear the fear so that you can kind of capture the possibility of what that time has. Not that you need to rush in and fill it with something, mm. but let that create a space just exist and let yourself play, mm-hmm. let yourself dabble and and go into whatever. It's like for me, when I have free time these days, I'm more focused on getting into my wood shop because it's such a creative space for me. Yeah, it's a place of play. It's restorative, but it's amazing the ideas I get while I'm in there working. And and so just whatever that looks like for you, I just think getting more organized because I could see as you free things up, they're just being kind of a dust storm.
0: That's what it feels like still. Yeah, yeah,
1: kind of mm-hmm. like uh, the uh, Snoopy character, Linus. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, not Linus, Pigpen. Pigpen. It's got the. Cloud always around them. Yep. And- um, <laughs> Are you saying I'm dirty? No, no. I got distracted with that statement. It's like, <laughs> I just want to say some trash. <laughs> but um, but it's, so if you kind of pay attention to how you're spending your time, it might empower you to organize it differently to capture that time, mm. work through the fear and go, okay, why does God want to give you that time? Yeah. What's its
0: purpose? Yeah
1: so that you're kind of curious and you're partnering with him about it. Yeah, that's
0: great. I'm going to do that and let's meet and then have the next episode be a review of that. That'd be great. And then we can kind of assess maybe, maybe there's some things that I'm blinded to that I'm not really aware of, or maybe there's parts of decisions and maybe I'll, I'll keep a record or a note about I'll highlight, certain things that I, that I noticed about, how I've been spending my time.
1: Well, and pay attention to a couple of things. Pay attention to joy as you're doing it. Like yeah. where are you finding joy? Where are you finding energy? Mm-hmm. Where does frustration exist? Mm-hmm. To see if there are patterns around yeah. this kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and then we can uh, can talk about that and yeah. get some
1: of that dust
0: cleared out maybe.
1: Yeah, and I just invite the listeners to do the same thing. I just yeah. call it a, a time motion study where you are you take a calendar and you're, you're looking at, how have you spent your time this week? Mm. Not just your work time, all your time. Every day, every, every
0: hour of right. the day. Mm-hmm. So
1: just make little notes. You can do it in one hour blocks. That's kind of what I tend to do. One hour to 30 minute blocks. Yeah. That's how my life is just organized. Mm-hmm. If you really want to get granular, take it down to 15 minutes. But I find if I go much further than 30 minutes, then I'm all I'm doing is keeping track. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it's going to be a good one. I I can already tell you some of the things that uh, are the dirt around me. Yeah. Uh, I already know what they are. The swirl. I know it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Ken. And uh, thank you, the listener for joining in this with us today. It's been kind of fun being on the receiving side of your coaching and hopefully you as a listener found value to this and uh, we'll see you again next time. See ya. For show notes and relevant resources mentioned in today's episode, and if you'd like to reach out to Ken to see if coaching is the right next step for you, visit ProvidentLeadership.com. That's ProvidentLeadership.com. Subscribe to this podcast and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcasting platform.